What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hey, I'm Zach. And I'm Jesse. And we just did something with our Ford F-150 Lightning that we believe only one other person on Earth has done. And we're going to show you what we did and how we did it next on In-Depth. So you may remember about a year ago that we put out a video showing how we tried to get a snow plow mounted to the front of our Ford F-150 Lightning. We called major plow manufacturers and they told us it couldn't be done. And there's no 12 volt battery in the Ford Lightning, so you can't run a snow plow. We visited plow installers and they said that because of the frunk on the Ford Lightning, the air intake and the coils had to be moved lower by Ford in the front, which gets in the way of the frame rails for any of the off-the-shelf snowplow attachment kits. So we did the next best thing, and we attached this HD Snow Sport aluminum blade snowplow to the rear hitch and plowed snow backwards. It worked really well, and in fact, it allowed us to plow with our Rivian R1T as well, which is cool because that truck's a bit shorter and has even more power. But then, just a couple months ago in November, Bill reached out to us with this. This is the world's first F-150 Lightning electric truck with a front-mounted snowplow. This one has full hydraulic control, up, down, left, right, all from inside the cab. Bill had figured out something so obvious it was staring us right in the face. The tow hooks on the front of the Ford Lightning are attached to the front frame rails. He showed in his video how you can remove the tow hooks and attach anything you want. So. We tried it for ourselves. Now that the tow hooks were off, we picked up some quarter inch thick, three inch square steel tube. We copied where the holes on the front rails are from the tow hooks that we just took off. And according to Bill's awesome advice, we made the front holes big enough to slip a socket wrench through so we could tighten those bolts easily. We were then able to reattach these tusks to the front of the Lightning. Now we were about to go to the next step, which was gonna be to weld these tusks onto another three inch square steel bar across the front. But then Jesse got an idea. We had just been to Harbor Freight picking up a few items we needed. And so hitch stuff was on my mind. I thought, wait a minute, why don't we make the tusks out of actual two inch hitch receivers? So that way we can attach and detach things anytime we want to to the front of the truck. So we went back to Harbor Freight and you didn't have to twist our arm to do it. Uh, and we picked up two hitch receivers, which I think were actually cheaper per foot than the three inch square tube that we were using. And we got two of these, uh, which are two inch hitch tow hooks that fit into the hitch receiver. It's not that we wanted the hooks, we just wanted that male tube. So we cut off the hook parts that we didn't need. Then we prepared the two inch hitch receivers to become the tusks, just like we did with the three inch steel. We transferred the holes from the Ford tow hooks, just like before, and drilled holes to match the front rails. Then we bolted them onto the front of the Ford. And voila, two two-inch hitch receivers on the front of the Ford F-150. With these on the front, we can easily attach and detach anything we want. So we got to work making the front bar that we'd mount the snowplow to. We first learned to weld from our buddy, Mr. G. You remember Mr. G. He helped us build a bunch of fun projects like the electric lawnmower, the electric ride-on lawnmower. Yeah, you can check out all these cool videos in the show notes. We'll post the playlist down there. Mr. G taught us how to stick weld, which is a great way to get started welding. And he's an awesome teacher. Yeah, he took this skill, which I thought was just like magic, something I would never be able to do. And he made it accessible. And then one afternoon later, we were welding pieces of metal together. Yeah, this is the first piece of steel that I welded 
<laughs> not pretty, but um, you know, this is where you learn from. Yeah, I spot welded this, or you did. So we went on to learn how to MIG weld, and then TIG weld. Oh my God, TIG welding or tungsten inert gas welding is my new favorite form of magic. Again, I thought it was this thing that I would never be able to do. I thought the equipment was too expensive and the skill level was too hard. But we discovered the Fabricator series on YouTube. If you wanna learn about welding, you owe it to yourself to watch the Fabricator series. He is the best. So we were able to get a relatively inexpensive TIG welder that runs off either 120 or 220 volts. We bought a tank of argon at our local welding supply store, and we bought a torch, a welding table, and some welding gloves, an apron, a couple welding helmets, a few other supplies. And we started doing all kinds of projects, both with aluminum and steel. I can't wait for our cyber truck to arrive to start welding things to that. Okay, okay, but back to our snowplow project. Right, right. Okay, so we welded one male hitch post to the steel bar and then we brought it out to the truck to mark where the second post should go. Once the two male hitch posts were welded to our three inch square bar so that they were lined up with the two hitch receivers, we then welded another two inch hitch receiver to the middle of the bar. We then spray painted the whole bar so it wouldn't rust. And that's another nice thing about buying the hitch receivers to use as tusks, they were already painted. That's true. So this whole bar thing would receive our snow plow. Now we did all this in like two days, we were so excited. But remember, this was back in November. Now, usually where we live in New England, that's not a problem. It's common to have a snowstorm right after Thanksgiving, but we waited and waited. Yeah, December came, December went, uh, the one time we wanted it to snow and it was like that claymation Christmas special with the heat miser. He just wouldn't let it snow. Finally, about a week ago, we had our first snowstorm and it was a doozy. We got over a foot of snow. So I went out after about eight inches had fallen to make my first pass. I was already used to this snowplow because we had used it last winter. But remember, that was when we had to drive backwards. Now we got to drive forwards like a regular plow. Now, I knew it should work. We had attached everything to where you should attach it to, right? Uh, the front frame rails. And I'd seen Bill do some plowing in light snow where he lives in the Pacific Northwest. But this was way more snow. But the Ford has so much torque, so much power. It was just like before with the rear mounted plow. It just moved the snow without breaking a sweat. It didn't matter how slow I went. It didn't matter how big the pile. In fact, when we plowed out your house the next morning, um, remember there was that huge pile we moved? Didn't we move that pile last year? I don't know, this one looks bigger this year. <laughs> so we got the Rivian here, but it doesn't have the pile on the back. We got the Ford with the plow on the front. Jesse's gonna see what he can do with this pile of snow. I don't know if he's gonna be able to do much with it, but we'll see what the Ford does. Ford versus pile of snow. Here we go. I don't know, I think you moved it a little bit. Whoa, yeah. You moved wow. it that time, baby. What? 
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Wow. Wow. I didn't think you'd get that far. That's but he, amazing. He did. Yeah, I have this awful plow company that comes and does like one pass and actually makes our life harder by leaving piles of snow in places that block cars. But I was able to move a huge pile that had been sitting there freezing up overnight with just all season tires. I know. At least with the Rivian, we had those Pirelli winter tires, and this was before you locked the rear differential on the Ford. Locked the differential, right? Nope. Oh, you didn't? I don't know how. Oh. The UI sucks that bad. <laughs> Eventually, you did try locking the rear differential, and as I watched, I saw a few times that it seemed to make a difference, and it helped. Mm. Yeah, being able to lock the rear differential on the Ford Lightning is obviously a nice feature, especially for off-roading, but honestly, if we had beefier winter tires like we should have, since we're plowing, um, this would be one beast of a plowing rig. And look, I'm not a snow plowing expert, but I have gone out plowing with a buddy a couple times before, and one thing that stands out, in an ice truck, like his was a Chevy 2500 heavy duty, I believe. You have to get up ahead of steam when you're trying to move any significant amount of snow. That means that you have to take into account your momentum and you have to develop a really good feel for how far your truck is gonna travel before coming to a stop. Not far enough and you have to back up and replow. Too far and... Bruh. You're going to crash in the garage. However, with the Ford Lightning, you can go as slow as you want. And because of all the torque being available, even at extremely slow speeds, you can creep along and carefully get that snow exactly where you want it. As long as you have the tire traction, you have all the torque you need to move pretty much any size pile. So we plowed out both houses. Both have long, complicated driveways with over a foot of snow. So how do you feel the plowing went? Well, keep in mind, we are using a homeowner's plow. This is not a commercial plow with up, down, left, right controls. Yeah, that's going to be our next upgrade. But in the meantime, that means that we can't do what's called pulls. That's where you lift the blade, drive close to like a garage, for instance, and then lower the blade and pull back all the snow away from the wall. Our plow just tilts and rides along the ground on its two rubber side rails when you go into reverse. Also, even though we can turn our plow left and right, it's manual to do that. So needless to say, we didn't get out of the cab much to do it. That's a lot of work. And you get cold. So we mainly left the plow in the straight position. But okay, caveats aside, it was awesome. I am more convinced than ever that electric pickup trucks are the way to go when it comes to plowing. The torque at slow speeds, the fact that you can easily pre-warm the cab before going out to plow. Well, hang on. Technically, whatever climate settings you left the Ford Lightning in during your last drive, are what it will go to when you turn it back on again with your app. So like if you left the truck at like 72 degrees yesterday, then when you turn it on remotely again tomorrow, it's going to warm up to 72 degrees. And you may be saying, well, that sounds fine. Yeah, but what if you want to pre-warm the steering wheel or turn on the front and rear windscreen defrost? That'll have to wait till you get out to the truck. Now, can Ford fix this with an update? I would say yes, but we've had the truck for over a year and a half and they haven't really updated anything useful like that. Now, I know it may seem nitpicky. It's just that it's something that could so easily be done, especially if it were Tesla, and yet Ford doesn't do it. Now, Rivian has that, and so do all Teslas. So right. I'm pretty sure that's not going to be a problem. Okay, so it's got the power and climate controls aside. I want to talk about the cameras next. The front camera was pretty useful. 
Um, now, I do believe that that's just because our snowplow rides so low that it doesn't block the camera. Yeah, if we had a real snowplow on there, I don't think we'd be able to really see anything. The backup camera was nice, obviously, but it's the bird's eye view that came in handy a few times in tight spaces. A lot of snowplowing comes down to experience and using the two markers on the left and right edges of the plow itself. And one really interesting thing was I was able to basically lean my whole body out of the truck and because it has one pedal driving, you can put it into that mode. Um, I don't have to worry that like if I slip, the truck is just going to keep barreling forward. Mm. It's going to regen brake to a stop. That's a good point. And so I can do stuff that's a little stupid. You know, I can be leaning way out of the truck and, and, and looking and having just my tippy toe on the accelerator pedal. And I don't have to worry that like if my foot falls off the pedal or if I can't reach the brake, then I'm going to smash into something. Comfort-wise, can I just say, it didn't even feel like I was plowing. The Ford Lightning suspension seems to be made for plowing. It was so relaxing, which is a word I didn't think I'd be using at all, snow plowing. And I think adding to that is it's so quiet in the Lightning. I think a lot of snow plow contractors are going to love the peace and quiet. Not to mention no diesel fumes. Mm. Now, I know the big question many snow plow contractors are going to ask about is the range. It's going to be cold out during a snowstorm. We already know that reduces the range of the lightning by 20 to 30 percent, depending on the temperature. We snow plowed two houses over two days with five passes altogether. So about 90 minutes of plowing total, plus 20 miles of travel between. I left the truck out unplugged in the cold for both nights and did not recharge in between. And we preheated the cab three times and used plenty of seat warming, steering warming, and heat to keep us comfy. Outside temps were about 30 degrees Fahrenheit, and we used about 55 miles of range. So if you subtract the driving part, that means that each plowing session used about seven miles of range with at least six inches of snow moved each time. Now, we are not really that fast at plowing, especially since we couldn't pull. So all that time, the heat was blasting. A professional with a commercial grade snowplow could do the job quicker and therefore use less juice. So if I had what I might consider a fairly typical snow route as a snowplow contractor, let's say 10 houses, each two miles apart, could I give them two passes during a storm? Well, let's do the math. That would be 40 miles of driving between houses plus seven times 20 passes or 140. So 140 plus 40 is 180 miles of used range. Our Lightning has about 300 miles of range in warm weather and about 240 miles in the cold. So, yes, we should have about 60 miles left over. Also, if you do one pass, say, in the morning and then come home, plug in and then go back out in the afternoon, you could be charging that whole time and add an additional 60 to 80 miles during your downtime. But what about a real snowplow? Plow contractors can't use this homeowner plow. True. We think all we need to do now is find a commercial grade articulating snowplow and get the hardware kit for it, which we will undoubtedly have to modify to attach to our new bar. And by modify, I just mean cut and weld. Then we'll wire up the 12 volts that power the up, down, left, right motor to the 12 volt battery in the Ford. And yes, snowplow manufacturers that we called who said there is no 12 volt battery in the Ford, you are incorrect. There is indeed a 12 volt battery in the Lightning and Bill has proven that it works and it's relatively easy to wire up. And so this is the battery compartment. And as you can see, this is a very small battery. What I am going to do is hook up the wires that came with the plow. It's really, really simple. And that's what we hope to bring you soon. More plowing, but next time with a commercial grade plow. And I want to thank our community and Elon for getting us this far in our snow plowing journey. I mean, I get our community because people like Bill figured out how to replace the tow hooks and shared videos about how we did it. But Elon, 
Well, Elon teaches us all that we should go back to first principles when we're trying to solve a problem. We heard from so many people that said that snow plowing with an electric truck couldn't be done. They're not powerful enough. There's no 12-volt battery. There's no way to attach the plow. There's not enough range. So we went back to first principles. We got help when we needed it, and we figured it out. We're sharing our findings with you because many of you probably have great ideas about how we can proceed to improve. Ford didn't come out with a snowplow package. None of the big snowplow manufacturers have either. In fact, we're reaching out to snowplow manufacturers because we know that this is the future of plowing. I know for many people watching in warm climates that this might seem to be a non-issue. Who cares about snow plowing? It never snows here. But as of 2024, the snow plowing industry is estimated to be valued at $4.1 billion. In snowy cities like Montreal, for instance, they have a dedicated team of 3,000 workers and a fleet of 2,200 vehicles to tackle the snow-covered streets. If we can show that electric pickups are the future of snow plowing, we can start to shift the industry to cleaner, more efficient, cheaper to operate plow trucks. And even if you don't care about the cleaner air, even if all you care about is your wallet, you can't argue that electric pickup trucks aren't way cheaper to operate, fuel, and maintain than ice trucks. Which means that it'll be cheaper to plow your driveway and your local streets and highways. Which you pay for. And yeah, I'm talking to you, person watching in sunny part of the world. That truck carrying your new TV or blender had to drive through snowy states to get to you. So yeah, you help pay for that snow removal too. And lastly, speaking of the future, we believe now that we've been able to actually see Tesla Cybertrucks up close, not only in person, but videos and photos of Cybertrucks being built at Giga Texas, that there is a very similar way to attach a bar to the front of the Cybertruck. So as soon as we get our Cybertruck, we're going to get to work trying to attach a snowplow to it. Cyberplow! Thank you so much for watching, everybody. If you want to support the independent news and videos we produce every week, then please consider joining us on Patreon for some really cool perks. Like our weekly Patreon bonus story videos, tons of stories every week for just a buck a month. We have a lot of other perks there too, like appearing in our end credits, weekly polls, mugs, t-shirts, and our investor club. Thank you for watching, everyone. Now, now you know. know. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.